As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Would you ask Pop that question? Let's do it. Welcome to The Athletic MBA Show. Monday through on The Athletic Podcast Network. Walker, rebound by Adams, his sixth. Moran, blows by Primo. Attack! Is another edition of Hoops Adjacent on the Athletic NBA Show. David Aldridge here in D.C. In the Bay. We got brothers in the Bay this week. First of all, Marcus rocking the Poetic Justice t-shirt. All right, I'm not going front. I watched that movie a couple times. I actually thought my man, what was my man? Not, not, uh, not Pac. Was it Guy Torrey? Who was the other dude? Uh, Joe, Joe Torrey. Joe Torrey. I Joe thought Torrey. Joe Torrey was way better than Pac in that movie. Like, way better. Am I wrong? Yes. Yeah. Yes, you're wrong. Why am I wrong? I mean, one of them got to kiss Jenna Jackson. Well, I'm not so. saying. I'm not talking, yeah. I'm talking about. I'm just saying, actor. like as an actor. It yeah, exactly. You, you know who oh, I man. thought was the best? Cousin Pete. <laughs> like Cousin Pete. Pete good. Cousin Pete. Like I believe that was him as a real person. You know, he wasn't yeah, acting. Like he played Cousin Pete real well. Everybody, you know who's really good? Everybody got a Cousin also- Pete. You know who's really good, and it's not surprising in hindsight, but at the time, uh, Regina. Yeah, well, of course, <laughs> of course. Like, but yeah, she she was great. She put on. She know how to throw on that ghetto boy. Well, my, well, my, you know what I'm saying? Well, my she girl, whip it. well, my girl went up to Regina and went, "I just lost my mind." <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> I lost my mind. You know, I oh met uh, I met Regina King, and and condolences to her, man. Yeah, her, man, that's awful. Her her, her tragedy. Um, yeah, she was at you'll like this, Marcus, the San Jose Juneteenth Festival. I was like in the like seventh, eighth grade or something like that, and she was working one of the booths. Like her family had like a soul food booth. Oh damn. And then, right? so I went up to the Word. booth, and I'm like, ain't you the, ain't you the girl from 227? <laughs> she's like, she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm here for a couple of weeks, you know, during the summer visiting family and stuff like that. And she goes, yeah, I don't I don't like San Jose. It's kind of whack. I said, well, 227 is whack, too. And I walked there. <laughs> Damn. Damn, Mark didn't like her calling at the hometown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Why, why, you go, why you go Regina King like that? <laughs> That's cold blooded. I oh, know that was seventh grade me, man. 
Damn, you know what I'm saying? I was. Uh, you need you to know, apologize. They would have How you even know what it is? Next time you, you see know? her, you apologize to her for the disrespect. <laughs> no, I, I am. She's actually great friends with uh, Kiki Vanderway's wife. How did that happen? I, I know it sounds like an odd couple, <laughs> but they're like sisters. Is that right? Like they're really close. She used to come to Denver Nuggets games. Yeah. I did not know this at all. Very, How did I not know this at couple, all? But they that's, were really cr- close, yeah. oh, that's crazy odd right there. That yeah. is, that is no very way. random. Yeah. That's Mark Spears, by the way. We haven't introduced you yet from the undefeated from ESPN. You're the man. You're the man. the streets know. Everybody knows once he starts talking. Once they start know who talking. He is. Mark, you know, Mark, we got Mark because he's going on a trip tomorrow. Tell the man, tell folks where you're going tomorrow. This is great. I love this. Um, I'm, I'm going to Senegal. I'm really, really excited about this. It's the second year of the Basketball Africa League. Um, and they begin play on Saturday in uh, Dakar, Senegal. They have um, 12 teams, six of which are, are going to go to Dakar. The other six will play uh, preliminary games in uh, Cairo, Egypt. And then the finals, which will be around the time of the NBA Conference Finals, will be in Rwanda. So uh, I was actually supposed to go to the first year of it and the president of the uh basketball africa league is somebody i yeah i don't know you know amadou fall who hey, actually hello that's our man we played we were teammates at the D- university of district of columbia mm-hmm. and depending on who you talk to you get different stories about who was better than who but, that's <laughs> <laughs> but no i was supposed to go to first year and if you guys remember it was one of the first i think it was the first sports league that got canceled due to the pandemic it got canceled in like January of uh, 2020. Yeah, right, right, right. And right. so I ended up, uh, I had this plane ticket to go out there and it was supposed to start in Senegal as well. Got canceled. And now two years later, um, I'm getting out there. So I'm really, really excited to, uh, scary time to travel anywhere, right? Even right. scarier what's going on in, in Europe, but. I'm I'm super excited about this trip. Well, as long as you you mean you know just just be careful, man. You know yeah. it's uh, but it's a great opportunity. Gallo Africa might be the safe one of the safer places to be. right now. Quiet <laughs> <laughs> so is kept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be. It's got to be second behind Oakland. Yeah, <laughs> right, right in this room where I'm at, right here. That's, that's number one. Hey, out of curiosity, I've always wanted to know because I haven't been, uh, and I do plan on going, but. What what all do you have to do to prepare to uh, go to another continent? To Africa or to? Yeah. Well, uh, to Africa specifically, yeah. Oh, oh I, I man. It's not I, the same for every continent. Marcus, right? I went off uh, to this spot on Hagenberger uh, to get all my shots next to Black Bear Diner. And, oh, yeah, yeah. I know where that is. Yeah. And so I had, I had got shots two years ago to go to Africa. And didn't go. So, I, you know, you talk about somebody vaccinated. It's me. I also got shots to go to India when right. I went to uh, But you India. did go to India, right? Yeah, I, I did that. go to yeah. India. That was in yeah. 2019. And so I got to go to India. So, man, these shots I got cost about $1,000, man. I got man. all kind of pills, all kind of stuff. Jeez. So is it all shots or shots and pills? Both. Uh, yeah, Both. a bunch of pills. And preventative pills just in case the bubbles come. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I got, I think I got shots. I got shots before we went to Rio for what was it? Zika? Was it the Zika virus back then? Yeah, 
Yeah, so yeah, but Nate No, nah, like I'm taking malaria pills starting tonight. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. that you gotta take after you get back. And right. This job, man, has blessed me with the ability to go all over the world. See yeah. places I would never think I've seen, like China and Turkey, Bosnia, you right. know, uh in India. I went I went to Johannesburg and for a black man to go to Africa, man, like I highly recommend to anybody black to anybody to go to Africa. Right. Especially maybe start off in 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 Johannesburg and check it out, but it, it was certainly a mind trip. Yeah. To be in a country where everybody looks like you. Um the billboards got like Marcus, you'll have just the billboards have black people on it. Like all the billboards. So like Man, that was it sound like, like it sounded like Clark Atlanta to me. Yeah. Like, right, <laughs> like they, they got black people in the commercials and right? the like, you know, That's like crazy, yeah. and, it wasn't, and it wasn't just hair stuff, you know what I mean? Right, right. It wasn't fat food. Yeah, it wasn't music, huh? What, uh, it was like lawyers and hey, you want to see this lawyer, you know. Right, right. Uh, and so it was just beautiful and cool. And, and, and then you don't realize until you get there, like how huge that continent is. Yeah. Like when I went to South Africa, like we, I think we, uh, I flew seven hours into Africa at a layover in Rwanda and then flew like another seven hours to get to South Africa to Johannesburg. So I like, yeah, I laugh at them old globes that try to make Africa look small. Oh, dude, I just, it's so funny you mentioned that because Nicole Hannah-Jones just tweeted this like yesterday or two days ago about the, all the maps of the world are wrong. (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh, oh, it's a great episode on West Wing about this. Yeah. (laughs) About this very thing. They're all disproportionate because they were made by European people who didn't know when they came to the States, when they came to North America, in order to be able to kind of more accurately represent where they were going and marking the different places as they, as they found, you know, as they went further West, they made the United States, they made North America bigger on the maps so that there'd be more room to show all the different places that they were inhabiting. And they made Africa much smaller than it actually is. They make Greenland huge. It's not that big. (laughs) It's incredible. I just, it's amazing. And it goes back to kind of like, you know, who's, who, whose history are you following? You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. It's it's just not, I don't even think this is racism, but it is, but. Well, now now when you mentioned that Greenland part and all that, and then now I look at it a little differently because I kind of saw it from the other fan vantage yeah. point before yeah yeah but you know but no nah, i'm 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 excited about the food well that and to finish answering your question marcus like i was told like same thing when i went to china same thing when you go to mexico like don't drink anything with ice in it um i'm a wine drinker so that probably helps <laughs> yeah uh like everything you eat has to have steam on it be hot yeah and like no salads nothing like if you're gonna eat fruit you gotta peel it off like you gotta really yeah. be careful i remember i got sick in mexico and yeah, me too. That, that that took me like three months to get out of my system mm-hmm. in terms of just not feeling right 
Yeah, go check it out. Uh, season two, episode sixteen of West Wing. Talk about the, the shady maps. <laughs> one of my favorite episodes. I want to go to Kenya. That's where I want to go. I, I, I used to when I was writing a, a book. I was in Starbucks a lot, and mm. I, was, I did a lot of it from Starbucks. And there was this woman from Kenya who was there, and we started talking. We ended up being cool, and she used to always tell me about Kenya. And just by her description alone, I was like, yeah, yeah I want to go to Kenya. I thought start the Kenyan coffee or something like that. I thought that's what you're going to say. Nah, she was just like, man, it's, it's, it's beautiful. She was just telling me about it. And I was like, you know, I actually know what I want to do in Kenya, you know, yeah, because right? she told me. So that that's kind of right, so what start. what country do people tell you you're from? Because I know y'all must get this. I get this all the time. Well, I did. That, I did that thing. What's that? Uh, 23 and me thing something similar to that yeah 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 uh what did it say and it said benin how about that okay yeah okay i it also said i was part irish well <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, you might be <laughs> i always get uh middle east because of my hair okay okay people always think i have been Everybody's coming up, they was like, What you Arab or something? Oh, That's Lord. All no, time. not from white people, from, from African people. <laughs> oh, what African people? They don't tell me nothing. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah, I no, get no. I've been Eritrea forever. Eritrea yeah. forever. See, but you know, here, here's the difference, and and I, I think I'd, I could bridge the gap with this, Marcus. I never really met a lot of um African people until I went and played basketball at the University of DC for a year, and so, like what Marcus is talking about being on in the Bay Area, saying nearly as many Africans here as there are on the East Coast. Yeah, right? yeah, sure. So sure. as soon as I I played at the University of DC, I had teammates from Central Africa, Senegal, Nigeria, Central Central Africa, um, and um, Ethiopia. Like that's when I I first was starting to get more familiar with Africa and people that are from there and the, the, the vast differences between African-Americans and African, but also the similarities at the same time. Yeah. Um, and, and how we view each other. Uh, there's some deeper stuff to that conversation. Too, yeah. But, they oh, ain't no. like us. When I was in high school, we had a few yeah. Africans. We used to be, they ain't like us at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they like, I, that's the part I knew until yeah. I got to college, but they were like, yeah, nah, bro, we're not the same. So, so my point is you were probably around Africans your, basically your whole life in DC, DA, where you, you, one would say that you were probably from Eritrea or Ethiopia, where me and Marcus it was, Growing up, like, that was from East Oakland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You from East Side, San Jose. You. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I did have a guy come up to me in Seattle once and ask me if I was from Dominican Republic. Hmm. I said, nah, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there a few times, but I exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, well, that, man, have a good trip, man. Be be safe and, and have a good trip. See, man. I like this conversation. We ain't talking about hoop at all. No, I can just like talk to you guys about life, man. We hoops talk adjacent about. for a reason. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm digging this. You guys can call me every week. See, well, to, to bring a little hoop into it, I just I was interviewing uh, Jonathan Kaminga, and I was talking about something, 
And I was like, well, that's just, you know, because you're black. And he was like, uh, African. <laughs> yeah, African. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I made a point to tell you that. Uh. Right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, no, I'm African. I was like, my, my bad, G. My fault. <laughs> yeah. My fault. My fault. You in the diaspora. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, you can't mess around with that. Now, that that's it, it's definitely different now. We come from... A ridiculous privilege being in the states. We I understand that, so um, you have to you have to appreciate that. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, so I want to sully this with a little bit of basketball before we let you go. Man, I got... Dude, we got to talk about... Well, go ahead. Go ahead. And I'm, I got, I'm cool. Go ahead. No, no, no I know. You. I know. I'm just, uh, I'm just, uh, I know we, we just get started. started. Let's go. We've been just, we just getting started. Let's go. Ahead. Let's go. Dude, I'll I got it. I'll pack later. Dude, I got to talk to y'all. I want to know, dude, I'm telling you, y'all saw what Iverson tweeted about Ja last yeah, night. Yeah, I did. And it was so on point to me because that's exactly who I think about when I see Ja play. Yeah. I think he is the, he brings – it's not even that their games are similar because they're not really, but it's that more That kind about, of excitement. Yes, the anticipation. Man, I got to yeah. stop what I'm doing and watch this kid hoop for a couple of hours. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You know what? I, uh, I'm going to say I was uh, in that camp before it really got started. Yeah. Um, ESPN Plus was showing his games in college, right, when ESPN Plus just started. Yeah. So, like, Murray State games were, like, hard to find. Right. <laughs> really, really hard. But they were – all of them were on ESPN+. Plus. So, I was constantly watching him in college. And I was watching him, and I'm like, this dude is nice, right? Like, this is – he's spectacular. He's exciting. And I'm like, it's going to translate. I don't care where he's playing. It's, it's going to translate. Right. And, you know – one thing I think that's really interesting about him, and I've gotten to know his father really well, is he's not only athletic and, and exciting and a great scorer, tough and all that, but his basketball IQ is actually off the charts. There are times during the game where Jaron Jackson will turn to him and say, what do you see? And he, he, he breaks down what he sees from the game, not for himself, but for Jaron or for another teammate. And he, he watches film with his dad after every game. Or when he goes on the road, they'll come back and watch film. And it's been something that they've done together since junior high that he's watched film. And so he also checks his, 
text with the coach on a regular basis. And the coach are really close. They talk to each other about other teams, other plays. So there's a, I think, mental aspect of him that makes him special. So when you look at, like, the dunk was amazing, right? But the play to me that stood out in that game that yesterday against San Antonio is the Adams yeah. cross-court yeah. pass. And I'm like, they must have practiced that. Right. But just the ability to catch a ball in the air and shoot it with 0.4 seconds. Yeah. Is incredible. Yeah. I'm always amazed at the ability of NBA players to get square in that type of situation. Because anybody can catch a ball and keep yeah. it at the basket. Yeah. But to get squared up to the point where if you shoot it, it might go in. To me, it's like it's that same reaction. It's that same reflex a cat has when they land on their feet. Yeah. Ballet like dancer. They, yeah, they can they no matter where they start, they wind up where they're supposed to be. You know, like it's crazy to me to have that kind and of he's body doing control. It like ten feet in the air. Yeah. Right? yeah. Doing it <laughs> yeah. in the air. I mean that's it, it's ridiculous to me how he just jumps. Like George used to do that jump and then decide, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, if ja will jump and then figure out what I'm doing while he's while he's in the air. But like, like you, like you're saying, Spears, his ability, like I, you could watch him adjust mid game. He will yeah. literally change his approach, which he's pretty young to be doing, right? And it doesn't bode well for the rest of the league <laughs> that if he needs, he could figure out when it's that. Yo, I'm just gonna hit this. I'm gonna get to this dotted line, and I'm gonna hit this push floater, and I'm gonna do it a thousand times until your big man come out. And then when he comes out, then I'm gonna continue to the rim, right? Like the fact that he is figuring out these levels already you know normally it is you dominate doing your thing and then a league adjusts and then you got to figure out how to do it but he's doing it on a fly which yeah. is it's crazy it's it is all iq uh it's it's a lot of like cerebral and reading the game he's a super smart player and I, and i'll tell you this about him this was my knock on jaw before right as spectacular as he was his first two seasons and he was rookie of the year he never averaged over 20 points his first two seasons. He's averaging 27 now. Right. So not only can he be potentially MVP, but you could put him up for most improved player too. Like he's improved his average by eight points per game. Right. Eight points. And I, 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 they're finally, they're finally getting him like touches. Like this first two seasons, he averaged around 15 shots a game. Now he's getting 20. You know, he's averaging the three, same amount of, of three-point shots, but he's also, you know, getting to the line more. Um, but then the, the other thing that's cool about him, too, is, is, like, he likes making sure it's a team thing. Yeah. Like, I'm not just enjoying this for me. I'm not, you know, it ain't just with all love to Will Chamberlain standing in a locker holding a 100 sign. No, he bring the whole team. Like, this right. is where we did this as a team. Yeah. No, as a team, and but I, and they I think really do really do it good. as a team, though. Yeah, <laughs> like it ain't it ain't yeah. a show. Like, yeah, the, the, you know, I mean, like that pass from Stephen Adams, right? Yeah, that, yeah. and it's funny. It's, it's it's funny. To, I don't mean funny in any type of like I'm laughing at New Orleans. That's not what I mean. It's just funny that New Orleans kind of was, I don't know, kind of gifted Zion Williamson. Like it just came out of yeah. the blue, like. And oh, you, you call it a frozen envelope? Is that what you're saying happened? Is that? Oh, no, he just I'm said, David Aldridge just said. No, no I'm not <laughs> saying that. That's what it sounded like to me. 
I'm just happy that Memphis, which is a very small market team, yeah. has not just – he is a superstar. He is yeah, not yeah, yeah, just yeah. like a good all-star caliber player. And continue. You know what I mean? Like he's a superstar that can and, be their superstar it. for yeah. 12 years, you know? And he likes being in Memphis. And he likes being in Memphis, right? Like he Because he went a, to Murray State yeah. and he, he came out the mud. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like he South like, Carolina, like he, yeah. he fits that city. He he is grit and grind. Yeah, but so, this but is he's also this the is, first this guy is next level grit and grind. He's also the first guy the Grizzlies have had if you go back like that's like been athletically amazing like you got yeah. an older vince carter i guess right michael dickerson maybe right maybe conley was was athletic but not tony like allen this. was a great athlete too just he just it was just confined to defense but tony allen would bang on you but he's nothing like but, nothing but, like but, this. but they yeah. got the older tony allen you know what right. i mean yeah, they got they, the older yeah, vince they carter they, they got you know maybe rudy gay a little bit but nothing like this nothing like this this is like dr j athleticism and no question. You know, elite athleticism and just box office. They've never yeah, had a you, box you, office guy that sold jerseys. You what? know what I really love about Jado? Like the part that I really love about him. He he is already really good at balancing trash talk and respect. Like he will let you hear it, but he will also tip his cap. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. that to me, I like that. I like that he is going to come for you. Like, if you're an all-star, he is going to try to come for you. Yeah. And then afterwards, he's going to be like, yo, like, I grew up looking up at that dude. Like, I respect that. Like, And so he has a way of challenging the current guard while also respecting him. And I, I just, you don't see it that often, right? Even in your mind, like, guys like Anthony Edwards, right? Like, They're he's like, like I'm Jesus. destroying all of you. You guys can't see me. <laughs> right. And he kind of needs to be in that mental space to dominate like that, right? Like, that's how they, like, Draymond, he's got to go all out. He right, can't right. be <clears throat> partial away. But Ja's like, oh, yeah, Steph, you incredible. But I'm coming for you. I'm coming right? for your like, neck. To, yeah, but you are incredible, man. You're great. But I'm coming for you. You could just see him. You could see him like work that out on social. So I, I just love that part about him. He ain't scared of nothing. He coming for you. And then when you when you get him, he's just like, yo, no, that man's the truth, right? Which is why it makes sense that Iverson love him because Iverson is like the epitome of that. Loves everybody. For, former and also Grizzly. Is trying to destroy former you. Grizzlies guard. Former uh, Grizzly AI, right? Like, <laughs> hey, when we're doing that thirty for thirty on the Iverson year. Months, oh, week hey, in Memphis. Hey, there's enough. There's enough in those two there's weeks enough to there. do a nice documentary on it. Trust me. Get in, oh, Lionel Hollins, Mike Colley, OJ oh my God. Mayo, they got Lionel still stories. look at you funny when you mention them oh, days. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, I like, you know what I like about Ja? Ja, ja got tore up on the flight down up to All-Star and then cop to it and then comes to the press and says... Yo, y'all have a drink for me tonight because I can't, I can't do it tonight. That was funny. Yeah. That was so funny that he just was like, yeah, I know, I know. You know, like, He wasn't OG's defensive about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, and I'm glad, too, that his, like, his rookie year, he was like an awful quote. Yeah, well, he was, yeah. he was, yeah, he had to work really hard to get yeah, something out of him. Yeah, he had to get yeah. something out of him, and he didn't really get it. Uh, and then in the bubble, I got to know him a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. uh, definitely got to know his dad. And now I think he's like, all right, 
let me get out of my shell. Let me, I'm funny. I got a personality. Like it's, it's time for the world to see it. And, and so now like this whole season, it's, it's almost like a cat, you know, a, a caterpillar turning into a butterfly. You know what I mean? Like I I've seen the growth closely the last two years and he's embracing Memphis. He's embracing stardom. He's embracing his, his voice. Um, I don't know if he's a guy that becomes one that uses his platform at some point. I don't yeah. know. That's kind of his style. May, hopefully, but maybe in time it will be. And then he's like a good teammate, good father. Like there's a lot to love about. Him. Yeah. This is great to see. I'm just happy that that city has somebody and, and, and will can continue the good basketball. Cause I don't want to disparage grit and grind. They, that was a successful winning formula for a long time down there. But this league is all about superstars. I mean, it always I has. I thought they been. was headed to Seattle while we playing. You know, I mean, <laughs> it could have been. You know, it very yeah, well could have been. Gone. You know, but now you can say, hey, we got. Now it's New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, don't say nothing about no New Orleans, my man. man. My man, my man. All right, so, so the question is, can, you know, we, we saw what the Grizzlies did last year in the playoffs. Should Golden State and Phoenix be like, yo, we don't want to see them second round? Well, Golden State, and Marcus is very familiar with this, is is floundering. They were five and five in February. Um, since Draymond stopped or got hurt, they've been 14 and nine. Of the eight teams in the top eight teams in the West, nobody's playing as low as they're playing right now. So I asked, Marcus was in the room the other day, I asked Steph about losing a game that could have helped them get closer to Phoenix. And I actually should have asked him about losing a game that got Memphis to be closer to them. Right, right. You know, and then yeah, yeah. Utah to be closer to them. And so it, it's not out of the realm of possibility to think that Memphis could be the number two seed. And I'll tell you what, if they get home court advantage, there is rowdy in there. They playing whoop that trick. <laughs> they, they, right. you know they've they've had a lot of bit up energy in that building like people don't respect them that place is going to be a tough place to play man that like along with a team that's like scooby-doo's kids man like they're pesky kids man they don't <laughs> they're not supposed to be there and but they believe they should be and they're not scared of anybody and we might have to get used to being on Bill Street a little bit. Dude, I'm Bro, fine with that. I don't care. I don't care if they finish as the third seed and the Warriors have home court advantage. They still don't want to see them. They don't want to see them. I mean, look, if anybody, if anybody's fine with it, it's the Warriors, right? They've seen everything. Like right. Steph, Draymond, they've seen it all. But I don't, I don't care if that team has home court advantage or not. They're going to be a problem. Like, you're going to have to beat Memphis. Like you, they ain't, ain't, ain't going to give it to you. you ain't, they ain't going to be scared. They ain't going to not be ready for the moment. You're going to have to, you're going to have to lay them down. <laughs> like that's, and that's, that's, that's Memphis Grizzlies basketball, right? Yeah. You're going to have to lay them down. It won't be a, it won't be like a, a judgment call. You know, like you got to, in, in UFC, man, you, you can submit go, somebody. Go to the scorecards. Or you go to score, ain't no scorecards <laughs> with them. <laughs> you're going to have to submit them, dude. You got to beat them. And, 
I, I want to see that series just because I know that's what Draymond lives for, right? Yeah. I was there when it was Warriors against Grit and Grind, and they were down two one, and we was at Blue City Cafe. Like, man, I'm, I bring that back because it was lit, <laughs> yo. It was, yeah. you know, what I'm saying. Now you throw Ja in the mix on that, like yeah. what? And Nick Uren came dope. up with an idea. <laughs> Yeah, right. right. <laughs> How about we guard Tony Allen with Andrew Bogan? <laughs> Changed everything. Yeah. We kicking it on Bill Spears is happening. Dude, yeah. going down. I love this. They got, hey, their restaurants stay open late. Go get some go get some barbecue, man. Oh, I'm good. Let's do yeah. it. Are you struggling to close deals? B2B selling is tougher than ever, and that's why I want to tell you about LinkedIn Sales Navigator. LinkedIn Sales Navigator is a sales intelligence platform that helps professionals effectively prospect and engage high-value customers, drive higher revenue, and increase sales performance. Sales Navigator helps you target the right buyers, surface key signals, and show you hidden allies so that you can find those buyers that are most likely to convert. Fueled by LinkedIn's 1 billion member platform, Sales Navigator gives you up-to-date first-party data, enabling you to unlock conversations with the people that matter. Right now, you can try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com slash show 23 That's linkedin.com slash show 23 for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com slash MBA show 23 and get started. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Discover the latest collections from David Yerman, as seen recently, styled on basketball stars like Jaime Jaquez, Jalen Green, D'Angelo Russell, and others. David Yerman is a celebrated American jewelry company inspired by the beauty of art, architecture, and the natural world. The story of David Yerman begins in New York City with David, a sculptor, and his wife Sybil, a painter and ceramicist. When the artists began collaborating, their goal was to simply make beautiful designed objects to wear. Over 40 years later, the Yermans and their son Evan continue to redefine American luxury jewelry with timeless modern collections for women and men defined by inspiration, innovation, consummate craftsmanship, and cable, the brand's artistic signature. David Yerman's collections are available on davidyerman.com.
That's just a hard place to get to. It's not easy. It's not easy to get to Memphis. It's true. That's when they making it worse. My mom is in Little Rock. Oh, uh, so you got so it's hard to get to the Memphis, and it is harder to get to Little Rock. Right. Yo, it's like well, I was in New Orleans, and I had to go Dallas or Houston to get there. To they get don't to even a direct from or Atlanta or something, right? Yeah. 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 Like yeah, Atlanta no was the one. From- yeah, Delta. Yeah. <laughs> Like, Dude, see, they used to have all the knots when Northwest Airlines was in business. You could get to Memphis easily because that was their hub, and they had like eight yeah. flights a day. Hey, you know, I bet you, I bet you, I bet you, I, I know one airline that's gonna have a direct experience that you ain't gonna get on. Oh, the Spirit. SW <laughs> Spirit. <laughs> oh hell no! <laughs> Come on, man, get on. Nah, man, I went, on I went Spirit on Spirit direct. one time on a desperation New Year's Eve trip to Las Vegas. And the only flight going back to Oakland was on Spirit. And I was like, ah, short flight, whatever. Yeah, it's 50 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's an hour. And the only time I've ever been in a flight, internationally, locally, I don't care where the flight attendants got off the plane before I did. Wow. They just said to hell with you. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, hey, Marcus, you'll have to this. I, I... Good thing you didn't tell nobody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I did the same thing. I had one desperation flight on Spirit. But uh, we were in Houston. It was from Houston, too. Remember, oh. it was a storm in Houston that year. The words were there. We had caught the storm. And one flight was leaving. And it was my anniversary. Well, you had so to I was get trying back. to get home for yeah. my anniversary. Yeah. And I was like, of course, y'all the one flight that's leaving. <laughs> But I didn't even know you had to pay. Like, you know, you buy the flight and then you got to pay for bags. Right. So I'm like, what? Right. Uh, so I just bought the flight. I didn't know that. It was like, all right, you know, you ain't pay for these bags. I'm like, pay for my, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> you had to pay for pay all for this carry ons and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? Corn <laughs> operated bathroom. Like, right. you know. <laughs> Like you had, that, that like you're on Fisherman's Wharf. You got to pay to go to the bathroom. <laughs> 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 you, aren't you curious? Like, who runs Spirit Airlines? Who says this is a good business? <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, man. <laughs> Say people that like get on Greyhound, right? No. Like, got to get on somehow. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. So, There's yeah. levels. There's levels. I know. Right? There, there, are, there are definitely levels. Right, I remember so we'll this lady levels. saying I was complaining about something about Southwest, and she's like, well, you know, there's one way to change this. I'm like, how's that? You can fly private. I'm like, yeah, give me my A25 ticket. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there's levels, man. It'll sit in row hey, 17 why, and hey, like it. <laughs> why she put you in your place like that, dude? Like, she that was, was right, though. Dude, you got to get no that business select that. next time, bro. Come on, man. Spend nah, an extra was, $12 and get business select. Oh, no. I do that. I know all the Southwest trips. You know, you got to get so you can get that A5 and get in that exit row, man. Like get everybody the business else. select or you show up and pay the $20 when you get there. Get A1. Oh, yeah. Get, get, oh, yeah. You know that trick. That, 20, that $20 is clutch, baby. Oh, Come yeah, in there. Yeah. Hey, go on. Hook there it you up. go. Hook it up. Just take this 20 <laughs> I slide them with, I slide them with extra 5 just yeah, on, yeah, on yeah, the cool. Try to cool. get that higher yeah. number. <laughs> yo, 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 give me that hey, A3. Man, give me that A3 all, now. Don't, no, don't, don't spin it all in one place. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh, you've they can't even get peanuts on Southwest no more. They give no, you pretzels. They got nothing. 
They get nothing. You get nothing on Southwest now. But that's everybody. You get a cup of water, basically. <laughs> that's what you get. Yeah. Which is why sound like we put our money together. They do have community you get a soul coffee. Cranking. They have community coffee, I which is know. like a big New Orleans coffee. So oh, I, okay. I respect right. that. Yeah. Right. Oh, Southwest does. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll remember that. Nick. I will actually get a cup of coffee from them. Yeah, they got. Sound like we coffee. need to pool our money together and get Soul Plane cranking, <laughs> like for real. Yeah, show show them how to do it. All you right. Know what well, I'm next time we're all flying to Memphis for the conference finals, maybe we can have exchange some notes. Because it'll not be not a realm of possibility. It'll be on Southwest Airlines, probably. Well, I don't no, know. No, hell no, I ain't flying Delta. there. Delta. No. Is it Delta? Does Delta fly? I guess they do. I ain't going that far on that airline. Yeah, Delta fly, man. On the Airbus. No, I'm cool. (laughs) (laughs) You know how much anxiety I get get on that airplane where they give you a, I I don't have a side seat, I'm 6'6", and a big dude. That's horrible. That's why I get that business You got to get there early. No, but I mean, why can't I just have, can can you just give me my seat? Can you just give me a seat? Yeah, 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 like, why why we got to play Russian roulette? All middle seats. Think about you all the time Yes, I can't wait to see you, baby You've really messed up my mind You're so fine Wanna hold you all the time oh, Hey, so we had So I was with my wife and daughter, right? My daughter was like, give me 12 And, you know, obviously They don't really travel that much with me but they were with me, so I'm like, hey, man, we got to get there early right. with Southwest. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't miss your boarding time. So, of course, you know, because that, that's what they do. We end up late, you know, barely making the flight. They call our name. We get there. B31. And, man, <laughs> hey, bro, we was like refugees, man. We had to, we had to send our 10-year-old, like... By herself. I just want you just sit in front of me. I want to be able to see you. She's like, Daddy. Hey, hey. She's like looking up like you gonna be hey, alright, baby. Nobody switching, don't see TV. Hey, nobody yeah. I'm going around paying like can you think I can get you seat? Can we swap seats up? She's only ten. Like it was it was a traumatic moment, man. We split up the family. I'm like, it's all right, you sit up there so we can watch you. My wife yeah. is like, like holding on to her yeah. head at the last minute, like <laughs> hold up the throw up bag if something's wrong. So we just, uh, that's your flair. I hate you, daddy. I hate you. They, yeah. they out here breaking up families right. on Southwest. Mark is like, I tried to tell y'all. I tried to tell y'all. Yeah, I tried. That's literally what I told y'all. We got to get here on time. Now, you, yeah. now you're sitting by so yourself you get, between I get two strangers. When I get on that play, man. Oh, dude. <laughs> that's why I don't mess around with Southwest. Southwest. No. I'm I'm four days ahead of time. I'm getting that eight. I'm getting that business select. I'm not messing no. around. No, I'm only if I'm going to LA, I'll go there. I got a trip to Portland coming up. I'm like, I'm taking Alaska. I ain't Alaska's I, I good. Leave, Alaska's don't nice. know what I'm saying is I'm leaving from Oakland, and my choices were like Southwest and yeah. Alaska. Well, Alaska, and I ain't, and, and I ain't really using no Alaska points. Right, fly Alaska. That That's day. the problem. Yeah, yeah. that day, I'm fly. <laughs> fly Alaska that day. 
right. All right. There's three people still listening to the podcast. <laughs> Listen, let's complain about oh, airline man, travel. They, First world problem. Oh, they, they with us, man. They with us on this. Yeah. They with us on this. Southwest anxiety. That'd be a rap group name, right? Southwest anxiety. <laughs> the the New Mexico Association right. will come yeah. after us with defamation. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> the El Paso United. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, uh. All right, dude. Well, look, Mark, have a great trip. Uh, have Godspeed. Tell Gallo I said what up, man. And bring me something back, man. You drink you coffee? Wristband or something. Yeah, man. Yes, I drink coffee. I drink coffee like you drink wine. Well, I drink coffee and wine the same. Okay. Well, we got... Jeez. Is it, oh, you whole, bean, really? whole bean or or or, or grinder? Either one. I got the grinder. Okay, yeah, I bring a whole bean. One. I, ran into, I ran into Matumbo's business partner at All Star. He's got the new coffee joint. That Yo, he's, that his he's coffee selling. is really I, it good. It was good. It was good. He, they, get, they were selling... Did know, they you were try the banana cups. pudding one? I did not try that. I did not. But it was Marcus, good. The one that I drank, it was good. That what, banana what pudding is coffee is life-changing. Matumbo's. Yeah, Matumbo's got some new coffee. He's got coffee. He's he's starting in the States. It's, it's, it's really good. It's really good. I don't know about no banana pudding coffee, though. Trust I don't me. even like banana pudding. He has chocolate fudge. <laughs> he's got all the flavors. Yeah, he got all, He you know, he got all the flavors we like. <laughs> all the flavors. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He got Kool-Aid flavored coffee. <laughs> he got watermelon. Fried <laughs> chicken and watermelon. Then we talking. <laughs> I'll let, I'll let y'all go off on that one. Pralines and cream. Pralines. Yeah. I thought it was pralines. It's pralines? I don't know. I thought it was I'm pralines. I'm listening to the guy from there. Uh, I, I'm saying, I'm admitting I'm wrong. Yeah, I, yeah he don't know pralines all these years. It's, if it's pralines, I'll say pralines. Okay. New Orleans, they call oh, pralines. Oh, cinnamon bun, dark chocolate caramel. Yes, yeah, uh, hey, cinnamon eggnog. Oh, he got red velvet cake. We on, we on red that's velvet cake. I don't remember that. We on. He got red velvet. Oh yeah, cake southern coffee? pecan. Oh. Yep, sea salt caramel mocha. Oh, that's mine. Sea, sea salt caramel mocha. I'm on. That's rich, rich, yeah, rich sugar high man. drinking his coffee. <laughs> right. <laughs> he got linzer cookie. <laughs> yeah, right. That's crazy. Cinnamon bun. Uh, come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, red velvet. Up. You know we get down for some red yeah. velvet. You know <laughs> I'll bring you some some Senegalese coffee. Yeah, go. I want some of that hard stuff. I want yeah. some of that stuff that you have you awake for four days. Beat your chest. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You have you awake for four days? Exactly. Four days. Go fight a bull after you drink that coffee. You know what I'm saying? Four I days. Four days. Four days. Four. days. Four. 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 Yeah. Right. Moses flavor. Moses Malone flavor coffee. <laughs> I know Jay's like, what is going on here? Why do we bring this guy right. on? That's what happens when you put put three big Negroes together? That's what happens. Yeah. Oops, to Jason, baby. <laughs> All right, listen to this podcast. Give us a five star review on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, everywhere you hear this fine American podcast. Marcus, if they don't want to leave that five star review, what do they need to do? They need to drink some red velvet cake, coffee from a tumbo, and get their life together and quit hating. Because we a five-star show. Anything less than that, you need to change your life. Try to decamp. We out. All right.
defensive glass. Oh, God, oh the Look at this. Partner, take an elbow sandwich as I get to the rim.